Have you ever been knocked down and found it hard to get up? Have you ever been knocked down and bounced back to come back even stronger? Hi, I'm Gaurav Bhagat and you can call me GB and welcome to the Smash Bashed Yet Not Dashed podcast. A fortnightly podcast where I speak about persistence, perseverance and overcoming the odds to come out ahead. Welcome to episode 7, The Demon. Perhaps there couldn't be a better time to be delivering this topic. After all, yesterday was Diwali, the Indian festival that celebrates the victory of good over evil and the most important festival in the Indian calendar. A festival that is celebrated to mark the day Lord Ram returned to his kingdom after ending a 14-year exile and vanquishing Ravan, the demon king. Pure coincidence though. I actually thought about this topic right after I finished episode 6, The Speculator. And the reason why the demon came along was because of a conversation that I had with a friend on that day. This is one of my closest friends. And he hadn't stepped out of his house since the 21st of March 2020, the day India was locked down because of the coronavirus. That is roughly 8 months ago and over 225 days now. So on that Sunday, I told him and his family that Mrinalni and I were dropping in to see them. It had been too long. We received a message back saying that they weren't comfortable meeting and were practicing social distancing, and they weren't meeting anyone, so we shouldn't mind. Interestingly, they are not alone. Many are in the same boat and haven't ventured out or let people in since the first lockdown in mid-March. And that got me thinking. Was that overreacting? I mean, one trip to the local markets, the malls, the industrial areas, would prove that India was back. The parking lots were full, the roads are jammed and the restaurants have a 45-minute wait. Yes, in the main cities and a lot of the smaller towns, everything is back and the only difference between Feb 2020 and now is that people have their masks on. And thank God for that. I thought about this some more. And came to the conclusion that there is a demon inside each and every one of us. And then there are those external demons too. The dominant external demon for now could be the coronavirus. The dictionary defines the term demon as an evil spirit, an evil influence and also a person considered extremely wicked, cruel or evil. Another definition also talks about a negative feeling that causes you to worry or behave in a negative manner. Hmm. So, have you ever encountered a demon? I'm sure you have. We all have. My next question is how did that play out for you? Did you slay it? And if so, was it an easy battle or was it one that has left some deep scars? Scars that have perhaps not even healed to this day. I have known many people that struggle to fight their demons and the battle constantly goes on and takes a heavy toll along the way. 
a toll on relationships, a toll on sleep, a toll on happiness and a toll on life. I know in my life I have been plagued by many demons. The demon of financial insecurity, the demon of losing a loved one, a demon that got me beaten up and bullied for months by people in school and many many more. There is a joke that some people close to me often use. They're like, "Cut Gorov and you won't find blood that runs through his veins, but you will find ice." Hey, maybe it's just my coping mechanism and it works for me. That question was the easy one. The next one will really get you thinking. Are you ready? Excellent. So the next question I have for you is this. Were you ever a demon? And I mean, were you ever a demon to someone either internally or outwardly? Internal would be in your thoughts and outwardly would be in terms of your words or actions. Thoughts like when you think bad thoughts for others and actions when you come out and actually just say them or do them. Have I been a demon? Hell yes. See, even the word hell came in there. Sometimes I'm plagued by the demon that I unleashed because of something I said, something that may have even been said in jest or in a crazy night of having one drink too many that has caused me to lose some very close friends and associates. The last time that one drink too many happened was over 20 years ago. And now even as a social drinker, I rarely rarely go overboard and if i do i just shut my mouth and head straight to sleep learned the hard way do you believe the phrase that says where attention goes energy flows and the more you feed it the bigger it becomes i believe that there is a demon inside each and every one of us it may be a little demon but he's there and he's waiting for his opportunity an opportunity to get some of your mind space and when the time is right he hopes you will fall for the bait and feed it and feed it and feed it some more until he's made you do something that you'll regret for a very very long time then before you know it you've started to slip on a slippery slope of evil and what started as an experiment snowballs into a catastrophe I've had these people around me who've often said try that smoke try coke yep the white stuff not the drink try a one night stand try and cook the books try and take that person for a ride and I pause and I think of someone I know that has given into his temporary satisfaction of temptation and eventually led to a path of damnation and I don't just mean figuratively like in the bible but actual damnation where they have lost everyone and everything that mattered to them in life money family credibility and themselves my dad always told me a line that his dad told him If money is lost nothing is lost if health is lost something is lost but if your values are lost then everything is lost
So as this demon tempts me with his wares, I smile and politely decline. And as I turn and walk away, I can almost hear him say, GB, you're such a bore, but I'll wait. And one day, I will get you. Let me tell you an interesting story, something that happened to me as a six-year-old. I used to study in St. Columbus in Delhi, and I was in the first grade. When one day I saw a classmate bring in a really nice pencil eraser to school. Now, I don't know what I was thinking, but in my break, I opened his pencil box and I took it. Later that evening, I was at home doing my homework. And my mother asked me, once she saw that eraser, where did you get that from? Confidently, I lied and told her I'd won it as a prize in school. Interesting, she said. Tell me more. What exactly did you win that prize for? Now, I've always been a creative storyteller. So, in a sack race came my reply. Okay, now she knew something really wasn't right. Columbus probably had one sports day and that was still a few months away. I had been caught and soon my dad was back from the club as well and they sat me down and explained to me what I'd done and what I should do next. Next morning in class, I went back to that boy, apologized and told him about what I'd done. I'm sure he was horrified but also happy to get his razor back. I had no idea why I took it in the first place. I was one of the most indulged kids of the time and pretty much had access to anything in India or abroad and often had the fanciest things in my school bag. A million times fancier than that eraser. I'm recounting an incident that happened 38 years ago and I remember it clearly like it happened just yesterday. It was a good thing that this was discovered by my parents and it played out like it did. You know what my favorite movie was as a kid? Nope. Not Sholay from the last podcast, but another Amitabh Bachchan starrer from 1978 called Dawn. Yup. And when an eager relative would ask the six-year-old version of me, Beta, bada ho ke kya banoge? Okay. Or son, what would you like to become when you grow up? My answer would always be, Mai Dawn banunga. Or gold smuggling karunga. Um, literal translation. I'm going to grow up and be a gold smuggler and become a dawn. Oh well, thank God for small mercies and the intervention as the eraser stealer. Or today I wouldn't be recording this podcast, that's for sure. So yes, I believe the demon lurks in the shadows, tempting us. Tempting us with the eraser when your parents would gladly have bought you ten. Tempting you with that one smoke which you didn't ever care for before, tempting you with that one small energy pill that you could have partied the night without, tempting you with signing off that one wrong financial statement when all you needed to do was rein in the extravagances, tempting you with a one-night fling when you already have a great relationship with the ideal partner in your life. Have you always wondered what made someone a demon? Is it their upbringing? Is it circumstance? Was it who they surrounded themselves with? Or was it playing it forward, as in 
it's been done to me and hence i will do it to you and so it becomes this never ending cycle of vindictiveness that passes on from one person to another and never seems to end let me tell you another school story this is from sana and i'm a 12 year old in 1988 it's a great boarding school up in the hills and there would be a little amount of bullying which was unfortunate but something that everyone had come to expect and live with always believed in your first year in senior school however a little sheltering wouldn't hurt sheltering however was quite unheard of especially in the junior dormitory which had mostly 7th and 8th graders who were easy prey for seniors when it came to handing over tuck another word for fancy food and sometimes even toiletries then someone comes along and says this has to stop now this guy was a senior prefect of the junior dormitory and his name was arjun kochar yes you probably heard of him he's a pretty famous artist and a writer now too okay so kochi as he was called took a stand and he said no one messes with my people which was us and all of a sudden we had a savior today when i look at some of the 30 kids in the dormitory that kochi protected i'm happy to say that some of them are doing some pretty good work in their fields and i don't only mean yours truly did it make kochi unpopular with his classmates oh yes absolutely they hated him but he stood for his beliefs and he won our respect forever and so when we grew up and became prefects and leaders what did we do we played it forward as well demons like misery they like to inflict it they want others to join and given the choice they will turn on each other when they can't find anyone else we always have a choice a choice to either fall prey or go to someone positive someone that can help actually come to think about it you can even call them angels reminds me of another story from the ages you've probably heard about that one too it was about another gb a really famous one and yup you've probably guessed it right it's gautam buddha So the story goes that Buddha in his travels encountered what to my mind is a great example of a demon and that was the bandit called Ungli Mala Ungli means finger and Mala means necklace Now Ungli Mala was a super feared and dreaded dacoit and rightly so he'd killed 999 people taken one finger from each person and made a necklace out of it He was heading to the 1000 mark and the Buddha was his target. However, that encounter didn't quite go as planned. The Buddha converted him and now not only did he give up his evil ways but he also became a disciple and spread the good word for the Buddha for many years. Despite being beaten by the same villagers who he terrorized in his early life when he went back as a disciple of the Buddha. just something i remembered and decided to share here as well my point is this even if you've gone down a path which you feel bad about you can always 
always be redeemed. It's never too late. And if Ungli Mala could do it, so can you. Just saying, you just need to come across your Buddha, your angel. Today, our world is filled with angels. Just look around you and you'll spot them everywhere. Doctors, teachers, trainers, coaches, psychologists, spiritual gurus, healers, financial planners, counsellors. The list is endless and they are everywhere. Even amongst our family, our friends, our associates, everywhere. You just need to reach out and ask for help. The battle between the angels and the demons has ranged on from time immemorial and will continue to do so. That will never change. Even when you think you have him defeated and killed, he lurks in the shadows and like in the horror movies, waits for his time to return. Always tempting with greed, lust, gluttony, fear, anger, jealousy and ego. Throwing different things at us, hoping we'll get tempted and bite and then he will rise and consume us and everyone else in our path. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this can stop and we can all make it happen. I wrote this segment on Friday the 13th and I know the world is scared because of the pandemic. I know the world is jealous because there are some people who have so much and some so little. I know sloth kicks in saying that this is not the time for action. This is the time to hit the snooze button and go back to sleep. I know anger kicks in because you've been locked down and haven't been able to do what you normally would. I know ego kicks in when we demand respect and we believe we should have it from everyone, even those closest to us who don't see us through those rose-tinted glasses. My parting piece of advice today is this. Don't be scared. This too will pass. And we should look at this as a time that just woke us up, made us better and helped us beat the demon inside. One great way to show the demon his place is start taking action. Remember what they say, an idle mind is a devil's workshop. Don't give the demon inside you a reason to rise. Just find your why, your reason for existence and then start taking steps towards achieving that. The person you will become will surprise you. I'll take a bet on it. Last interesting piece of trivia. I was born on Friday the 13th in 76. And once I heard some references around it. I was convinced for a while that I was brought on this planet to do lots of evil things. The year 76 also adds up to 13. Today, I'm so consumed by doing the opposite that I think Friday the 13th is actually one day filled with lots of good luck and lots of good. It's 11pm on the eve of Diwali. I'm at a hotel room in Chandigarh and the family finally fell asleep some time ago. I've been scripting this podcast now for a couple of hours for a Sunday release and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed making it. You all have a happy Diwali and a great year ahead. Take care and be well. I will see you back in a couple of weeks from today.